Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? Ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast! Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom is a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends put Tom Hanks in a headlock and are about to be choke slammed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson! <laughs> I'm Sam Siegel, and I can smell The Rock is cooking a double apple pie. Ooh, that's lovely. Yeah, he's getting in that fall mood. Um, I am a sorceress who can see the future, uh, as long as she doesn't fuck. Uh, Yeah. I am Luke Patrick, and that's who I am this week. So, quick question. How's how's our future looking, uh, Luke? Our future is looking pretty, pretty positive, actually, I would say, after this week. Okay. I anticipate uh, a lot more pain in our near future, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, for this week, uh, we did enter the battle with high spirits, and we did come out victorious. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, folks, we did watch 2002's The Scorpion King. Yes. Uh, and Luke... Uh, do you want to start with your watch, or you, you've hinted that you have some sort of surprise for me? I have a special surprise, so drum roll. Sam, it's the return of a favorite bit. Instead of, uh, Hank your moneymaker, though, we now have Bet Your Rock Bottom Dollar. Sam. Oh, yeah. This is a segment where I pitched you three business ventures from The Rock, one of which is a real thing, and then two of which are not. And in fact, this week, Sam, I'm going to give you a small hint in that okay. this this item is something that you can purchase at Kroger, which is a thing that I have done, or my King Soups locally. Okay. So, okay, now this, yeah. this I like. So I have this product, and I wanted to do this at the top because I'm going to use this product sporadically throughout the podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Sam, are you ready for your three options? Yes. Okay, so right off the top, we have Oasis, a body oil from The Rock, designed to give your body that sun-kissed glow, (laughs) hints of sandalwood, and ocean spray. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Uh, just initial reaction. The Rock is often glistening. Yes. And so I, I am leaning towards this already. Yeah. 
And then in the second place slot, we've got Cookin', a protein bar containing all The Rock's favorites, almonds, peanut butter, whey protein powder, and just a hint of chocolate to help you power through a workout. Fuck. Okay. Okay. And the last one? And the last one is Zoa, healthy warrior energy drink containing 160 milligrams of righteous caffeine, 100% your daily dose of vitamin C, and electrolytes. Comes in a variety of flavors. Okay, okay. So, Jesus fucking Christ. So we've got <laughs> rock body oil. Mm-hmm. We've got a rock bar. A rock bar. Yes, love it. And rock drink. And rock juice, yeah. Rock juice, okay. <sighs> and what was the name of the rock juice again? It is Zoa. Zoa, and it was a warrior drink specifically. Yes, it is a drink for warriors. Hmm. Okay, now this is. Hmm. I. I'm inclined to say. Hmm. Let's see. So the rock is often glistening, but he is more than anything an extremely powerful man. Yes. And so I think. The softening that a body oil would do for his skin is unwanted. <laughs> I, th- I think he wants a hard, crusty exterior yeah. uh, to to dissuade threats. Okay. So I'm going to say no on the body oil. All right. You're saying no, no to the body oil, to the Oasis body oil. Yeah. No rock oil today. Okay. Now, I'm... I'm really, really stuck between rock bar and rock juice. Yes. Because I, we know, we all know that the rock loves to pack on the food. Mm-hmm. He, he has a caloric requirement that would, in a single day, kill me. Yes. Yeah, the man easily eats like 11,000 calories a day or something crazy. Yes. Yeah. And... But I also know that he needs a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, the the power the the rock sort of needs like a like a coal fire generator <laughs> to really get him started in the day. And so, I, I think I think I'm gonna guess rock juice. All right, so you're locking in the rock juice. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I I think The Rock is looking for uh, a greener energy to power him in the morning. All right. Well, Sam, you are correct this week. Fuck, yes, (laughs) yes. Luke, it it took me going all the way to rock bottom to start getting these right. Yeah, it took it took moving on to a different actor before you finally get him got it right. But Sam, it is Zoa Healthy Warrior Energy Drink. I spotted this local uh, spotted this puppy locally down at the King Soups, Mm -hmm. picked it up, and I am going to be drinking this on air as we go along. So I'm going to go ahead and crack this open. Uh, Yeah, is is this a pop can? This is a pop can. Oh yeah, grip it and rip it, baby. Here we go. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You like yeah. that, right? Mm, yeah. Now Get this that. is. Uh, yeah. This is, Talk to me about this. This is the classic flavor. They also had, uh, I believe, an orange and maybe a mint or something. But I decided we would uh, we treat ourselves to just the classic flavor. 
Now, what in the wet fuck is classic flavor? I don't know. I'm about to find out. I'm going to take a big old slurp of this on air, and we're going to find out. Okay, yeah, slurp it, baby. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That, Luke, let me tell you, that sounds chunky. Kind of tastes like Red Bull. Hmm. And what does Red Bull taste like? Uh, like diesel fumes. Mmm. Okay. Well. <laughs> but in a good way. But in a def- good way. Definitely not sad that I missed out on, on that experience. Yeah. I'll keep you posted as I consume all. Let me see just real quick. Uh, I don't know how many ounces this is, but it's a it's a tall can, Sam. 16 yeah, fluid big. ounces. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so folks, when at the end of this episode, Luke is going a mile a minute and screaming, you'll know that it is because he is, his blood is pumping with nothing but the power of rock juice. Yeah, I'm excited to see what this does to my body. Yeah, I assume it's going to light you up like a fucking fusion power plant. Yeah. Uh, and your eyes are going to explode. Yeah, one would hope. It, it does seem to focus on immunity, focus hydration your body because it's got amino acids and energy so uh yeah i'll keep Mm. you posted but i I expect i will either have an aneurysm or feel the best i've ever felt in my entire life yeah well given that it doesn't have any illicit drugs in it it's probably not the latter (sighs) yeah yeah i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep sipping on this one did you say that it says that it boosts immunity yes Dwayne, don't don't do this, Dwayne. <laughs> Come on, Dwayne. Come on. It's a fucking energy drink. Don't do this, Dwayne. It doesn't help with immunity. It's a drink. Okay? <sighs> it's not a vaccine. Unless, Dwayne, did you put a vaccine in your drink? Mmm. Now that, maybe this is, it's all a ploy to get more people vaccinated <laughs> against COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, retired General Michael Flynn thinks they're putting COVID vaccines in salad dressing, so <laughs> why not rock juice? Put it right in the rock juice. People will never know. They'll start slurping it down when they purchase this sucker at Walmart. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, Luke, let's uh, let's move on to, to your watch, because I am curious how your watch was. Yeah, so my watch this week, uh, I asked everyone in my house, do you have any interest in watching Scorpion King? And I got a big fat no from everybody. Mm-hmm. But then, lo and behold, turns into 8.30. And this thing's an hour and a half. I can easily knock this out before I go to yeah. bed at 10. And uh, I turn it on and everybody in the house ends up watching it. So, you know, who's huh. the real victor here? I think it's The Rock. Yeah, it is most certainly The Rock. Yeah. So we all watched this. It was a pretty good time, actually, watching it together with the crew uh well that's good yeah banged it out in an hour and a half uh or as you put it uh i did shotgun this movie yes Um, yeah which at an hour and a half that's the only way to consume it it was it was nice and breezy sam how was your watch let me tell you luke uh yesterday i had really an atrocious day at work uh it was deeply stressful um unpleasant and just a bad day all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I came home and I shotgunned the movie in a truly sort of despondent mood. <laughs> um, <laughs> my wife uh, was not home. She she was out doing some stuff with some friends. 
And so uh, it was just me alone in the house with the rock uh, mm. sort of holding me hostage. Uh, and I wasn't particularly excited to watch the movie. Yeah. And then we got that first action sequence. And boy, oh boy, was that exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. And the action just don't stop with this movie. It does not, nor do the guitar riffs. Mm-mm. So it really hit me in just the right way and i ended up having a good time i stopped uh midway through which i know is sort of a sin yeah. but uh sammy was hungry and he needed some nachos and so i did make myself <laughs> a nice plate of nachos my man nice they were fucking good uh and then i had some ice cream after i finished the movie i had a nice time it turned my evening around yeah nice i also I also want to take this moment to to sort of ask you, has your algorithm also been breaking its neck trying to figure out what to do? (laughs) Yeah, injecting just a little bit of that rock juice into my algorithm means that it is is in full whiplash mode trying (laughs) to serve me everything Tom Hanks related and then also everything that The Rock is doing. (laughs) It's so confused. And... Also, our email now, uh, apropos of nothing, is now serving us up Reddit links uh, from r slash Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have never, ever visited uh, the, the Titanic subreddit, and yet Reddit is determined to yeah. make us read it via our email. Every. Like, every day I get an email from r slash Titanic that's like, hey, look at this post on there. And it's like, I don't want this. Mm -hmm. I just watched the movie and I didn't have a good time. Yeah. The notoriously active and vibrant subreddit, r Titanic. I gotta tell you, it's a little more active than I expected. Damn. For a movie that's, what, 20 years old? Mm -hmm. 20-something years old? Coming on 30 years old? Yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh, so yeah, my algorithm is just all over the place. I assume the server that is dedicated just to me is fully on fire. <laughs> yeah. Samesies. Also, just wanted to report really quick. Uh, I am enjoying the taste of this. The more I, I drink it. Uh, oh, yeah? I do have a little bit of cotton mouth. And mm. we'll, we'll see, you know, I don't necessarily feel refreshed. I got to tell you, Luke, I think that's just purely Stockholm Syndrome. Mm, yeah, it could be drinking this rock juice. It's got a signature on it and everything I just noticed. It does. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you could forge some documents with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Dwayne, this seems ill-advised, but thanks. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make a 3D printed mold of this and just start stamping everything in my house. Fuck yeah, dude! Start writing yourself checks <laughs> from the rock. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we tackle a plot for this one, Sam? Yeah, we's a funny word for it because Luke, I need you to give me the plot. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to make sense of this, because uh, basically luck. the movie's just action sequences. Yes. So, <laughs> um, basically the plot is, there's a bunch of Acadian, not a bunch, there's three Acadian assassins. 
Yes. Uh, two of which die in the early moments of this film, so they aren't important. The only one left is The Rock. Yeah, Dwayne. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And um, he is tasked with uh, assassinating the sorceress, who we'll talk more about, uh, who is uh, helping this general named Memnon, or as my wife referred to him, referred to him, and I will exclusively refer to him as uh, going forward, King Num Num. Um, uh huh. Yeah. So I like it. King Num Num <laughs> is taken over the world. This is five thousand years before the events of the Mummy or the Mummy Returns. Yes. Um, and the Acadian, Mr. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, is tasked with murdering this assassin. Ends up uh, finding out, oh no, she's hot. So instead, he just kind of kidnaps her and then decides that his real task is killing King Num Num. There's a series of action sequences. Uh, and at the very end of the movie, they have a big climactic show off uh, with King Num Num. And yes. King Num Num does, in fact, die being yeah. hurled off a parapet into a bunch of flames. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. In the town of Gomorrah. In the, yeah, so Sodom and Gomorrah both, both feature in this film. Uh, Wait, is Sodom in there? They mention it because they mention that the only other major city of any importance nearby is Sodom for sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I thought we saw Sodom and I was going to be very confused. No, no, no Sodomites on the screen as far as we know in this film. Could have gone for some sodomy. Yeah, could have gone for some good old sodomy. Hell yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we needed in this one. The Rock doing Sodom. <laughs> the Rock becoming a Sodomite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, now, Sam, we're at a very important crux in the conversation, which is, what do you think of this movie? Boy, let me tell you, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. The history is fully rat-fucked. Oh, yeah. Um... And it, the music, terrible. The treatment of women, worse. The action, schlocky as hell. And Luke, I had so much goddamn fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, by all accounts, a dog shit film. Oh, yeah. Just pure garbage. And I enjoyed all of it except the treatment of women. Yeah, the treatment of women, we will say right off the top, is is garbo in this movie. It's, it's bad. And, like, it feels really dated even for 2002. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this considering like, this was not that long ago, it is very dated. I mean, folks, to give you an idea, it is essentially, like, 1960s auto commercial level of sexism. Yeah, the only major female character is either nude or extremely scantily clad through pretty much the entirety of this film. Yeah, you will not find a woman in this movie who is not in some form of prehistoric bikini. Yes. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only the only credit I can give it is that to be fair, to be fair, um the Rock is also in various shades of undress, and at one point in the final climactic battle, he does, in fact, rip off his halter to make himself even more nude, but he's kind of the only male exception to yeah. that scenario. and that 
to me that read more as like a power move rather yeah. than like I I really got to see the rock more of the rock so that I can really finish. Yeah, there there weren't like gratuitous ass shots or just zooming in on his six pack or right. powerful chest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and look, I've got some stuff to say about this movie and its attempts at nudity, but we'll get into that in a minute. Because All right. first, first, Luke, I want to know what you thought of it. I had such a good time. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> this movie is dumb as fuck. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's irredeemably bad in some situations. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, dude, I, I described this movie to you as a club banger, and that's how yes. I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll tell you right off the bat, one of my favorite parts is mm-hmm. the sandstorm fight. Mm, yeah. Because we essentially get what Home Alone should have been. Which is an extremely powerful man doing unspeakable acts of violence to people in a cave. <laughs> uh, and, because he, like, okay, so the rock goes charging at the bad guys. Uh, and a, a sandstorm that it seems like he conjured, but he didn't. Yeah. Um, just sort of sweeps in right behind him. And by the way, he's wearing an absurd mask oh the mask is it's like a zorro mask it's just like a thin piece of leather with some (laughs) eye holes it's so weird and it works so well uh so he charges directly at these people on his camel his trusty camel Mm -hmm. uh and the sandstorm comes in and he murders like two people right off the bat and then he he jumps into like a nearby cave and the bad guys fall him into the cave and then it is the classic sort of bit where they're walking around the cave very quietly, and then they hear something, and you see the shadow of the rock on the wall, and then, uh, you know, there's this and that, and then, like, they, you know, one by one disappear. But my favorite part of it is towards the end, when it's the main bad guy and, like, two others, and then you just see the rock flying in from the darkness, mm-hmm. sort of swinging, and, like, the the sound effect is, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just slices these people and then disappears and and then he does this a couple times and then the main bad guy looks and a man has been fully fucking like impaled on a stalagmite and yes. it is beautiful yeah <laughs> so good at some point in the sword swing and the rock had time to impale a guy <laughs> on a portion of the cave and it's never explained we never see it but fuck is it good it just happens and that's this movie in a nutshell yeah is things that make absolutely no sense lots of violence that is almost childish in how like tame it is Mm -hmm. and yet it is so fun yeah i mean down to the fact that routinely in this movie the rock is chucked cartoon style off of very tall precipices yes and like hits awnings and lands and like straw like it's it's almost cartoony yeah Uh, we've got some real like assassin's creed vibes mm -hmm. with with those falls uh it is it is phenomenal yeah um god i love this um hey can can we do a quick history lesson Mm -hmm. with sam 
Yes, please, because one of my biggest notes in this movie is where the fuck is this set? Because we're constantly running into ancient tribes who I don't believe are near each other in time or space. Correct. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) here's the thing. Um, so, so this is set 5,000 years before the events of the mummy, which is Mm -hmm. 1930. So we can say that this is about 3000 BC, right? Yeah. Already we're just fucked. Let me tell you that (laughs) just right off the bat, that doesn't work. Um, so we're in Gomorrah, which is like sort of in like the Levant Palestine area, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're it's not looking good because we talk about these Akkadians. And now the Akkadian Empire was the first major uh empire possibly ever, but it was it was the first one to emerge after uh Sumer fell in Mesopotamia. Yeah. Um so this is an ancient, ancient <clears throat> empire that ran from twenty three thirty four to twenty one fifty four BCE. Now, at this beginning meeting, we talk about how these are the three last Akkadians, which is interesting because we're somehow a thousand years before Akkadia even started. <laughs> um, and it also talks about some Mycenaeans. Now, Mycenaeans are sort of a late Bronze Age ancient Greeks uh, sort of civilization. Yeah. Um they again late bronze age very different from ancient mesopotamia so mycenaean greece is 1750 to 1050 bce these are thousands of years (laughs) apart (laughs) and really that's my biggest gripe because we do have some evidence that there was actually a lot of trade around the mediterranean and, and a lot of uh, cultures that existed at the same time, like Egypt and ancient Greece and all of this, did actually interact a lot. Sure. Um, but they didn't do it across time. Mm-mm. You don't get the last three Akkadians a thousand years before the Akkadian Empire ever existed interacting with Mycenaean Greeks who wouldn't exist for another 2,000 years. Yeah, time travel was not a portion <laughs> just, of ancient history. It just doesn't happen. Mm-mm. It doesn't happen. Again, Mycenaean Greeks, we're talking about, like, Trojan War. Mm-hmm. In Acadia, we're talking about, like, we kind of just invented writing. Yeah. Real different times. Real different sets of technology. And then it, we get a scene in the movie... With fucking crossbows. <laughs> and I I take it you take deep umbrage with this. Tell me more about that, Sam. Crossbows wouldn't be invented for thousands of years. Mm. Thousands. We also have multiple people in chainmail armor. Mm-hmm. Ch- chainmail doesn't come along <laughs> until like... The medieval th- period, right? Yeah, like a thousand CE earlier in some other places, mm-hmm. but in, in Europe and like the Mediterranean, it doesn't come along for again another like four thousand years. Yeah, man. Yeah, We're, it it doesn't make any fucking sense. It does not. I mean, basically, they just took historical entities. Chucked them all into a gumbo, let it simmer, and then what you get is what you got with this one, my man. Yeah. 
and I gotta tell you, pretty fucking loved getting to just turn my brain off and say, <laughs> sure, whatever, man. My sure, buddy. Greeks, Akkadian Empire, Gamora, smash them all together. I love it. Yeah, just fucking slap it all together. Just give me that ancient historical paint job and let's move forward. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, man. Um, also, hey, Luke, I, mm-hmm. I've got a question for you. Yeah. Hey, do you get it? The Scorpion King thing? Oh, yeah. You mean the... You, hang on. Do you get it? <laughs> Let's back up. Because <laughs> you know all that stuff in The Mummy Returns about that badass shit about how he became, like, an avatar for Anubis and summoned a huge uh-huh. army? Yeah, we're not yeah. going to include any of that in this movie called The Scorpion no. King. Yeah, and again, that's not going to happen for a, a few thousand years in <laughs> a different location <laughs> and has no mention yeah. and seemingly comes after like some significant amnesia because he's portrayed as a bad dude in The Mummy Returns, but he is unequivocally a good guy in this. Yeah. And the only mention we get is when he gets uh, stung by a scorpion and then someone, someone I think it's his lackey, who I also want to talk about, says like, or maybe the sorceress is like, if he survives this, then the blood of the scorpion will run through his veins. Yes. Uh, and here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Luke, you said he was stung by a scorpion. And that would be simpler and make at least a little more oh, sense. Oh, shit, you're right. This You're is not right. what happened. We, we took Num Num, and Num Num ripped apart a scorpion because he is an ancient Michael Vick. Uh, because he <laughs> he makes tigers fight, which yeah. is pretty fucked up, and then he also likes to just rip scorpions apart. And then he dips an, an arrow mm-hmm. in the scorpion juice, and then he gives it to his lieutenant, and it's like, put this in the rock. And yeah. the the man then stabs the rock with it. The rock is fine until he isn't, and then he's fine again. And then we get the line about how the blood of the scorpion is in your blood now. Yeah. And do you get it? Yeah. He's, I, the, he's the scorpion king. Yeah, dude. It's pretty thin at best. And again... It's, it's real heady stuff. You, you had all of this <laughs> badass shit about Anubis, and you could have just set this in, like, ancient Egypt. Coulda. Would have <laughs> made more sense. <laughs> you could have. But fuck no. We're going to set this in ancient Mesopotamia with a weird mismatch of uh, historical societies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and then the other thing is, do scorpions have blood? Yes. Okay. Because I'm going to tell you something, and mm-hmm. genuinely honest here. It weirds me out to think of bugs as alive. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get it. I understand. Yeah, it's just weird that they're alive, man. Like, I was yeah. looking at an ant the other day, and I was just like, it's weird that you're living. Yeah, they just got weird bits and parts. Yeah, it just seems like they shouldn't be alive. Yeah, for sure. I understand. Hang on, let me slug down some more of this rock juice really quick. Yeah, please. I'll continue to explain. It just seems like bugs sort of inhibit inhabit the same kind of spaces like viruses, Uh. where they, like, do stuff, but they're not alive. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're almost programmed too. Like talking about an ant, like yeah. an ant has specific programming that an ant follows mm-hmm. uh, throughout the entire course of its life up until the moment it it hits its demise. Yeah, I can see yes. what you're saying. They're not really living. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they have blood. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I <laughs> I know the fact is that they do have blood, but yeah. I'm gonna reject that notion. And say no, okay. they're not. They're not living, and they don't have blood. And this has been should be high, but not thoughts by Sam. Yeah, this is when we decided that this podcast was going to take a turn towards <laughs> the hard right, and we're going to just reject facts completely from it's the just, podcast. They just don't seem like they got blood in them, man. Yeah, I don't know. They just—it's they're weird. I don't like bugs. I don't like them. Yeah. They weird me out in a big, big way. That's fair. So you would, you would, for instance, not like to have the blood of the scorpion running through your veins. No, I would not. Yeah. Um, that it sounds like it would be unpleasant. Ooh, I gotta tell you, man, rock juice is a little bit carbonated, and I'm having mm-hmm. to keep back some pretty big belches from this Actually, podcast. I kind of want you to let one of those rip. <laughs> I I think that's bad audio and just like domestic terrorism to make people listen to that. But yeah. I'll be honest, I want you to rip it. Uh, keeping them down is something because again, it's got this like radiator taste to it, <laughs> radiator fluid taste. Um, yeah, that's because the rock was again able to sort of liquefy nuclear fusion. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and just pump it full of vitamin C. And then mm-hmm. carbonate that shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's pure power just roiling inside your gut. Oh, it's roiling. I feel it, man. <laughs> oh, I feel it. Um, Do we have to talk about the sorceress? Yes. I very much want to talk about the sorceress. Okay. I will give you the description that my wife gave me okay. of the sorceress, which is that she has pussy powers. She does have pussy powers. Because yeah. the, what she tells King Num Num is... Because King Num Num is like... She's an attractive woman. He's like... Yeah. You need to come meet me in my bedchamber. And she's like, wait, no, no, no. Because if we do that, then I won't have my gift of sight anymore. And you know what? Good for her. Because yes. <laughs> here she is in this precarious situation where she's, mm-hmm. she's been kept since she was a child... By King Num Num for her psychic yeah. abilities, and uh, the only way he, she can keep this fucking horn dog off her is to uh, tell him that if if they fuck, she's going to lose all her powers. Yeah, that that the pussy is the source of her power. Yeah, exactly. So you for, know what? I guess technically mm-hmm. her hymen is the source of her power. <laughs> One can make the argument. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, as I text my dad about, um, my lunch order, um, (laughs) uh, sorry, uh, so, so, so yeah, she, and, and then she later just tells The Rock, like, nah, I can fucking still do it. I just, I just, uh, didn't want to fuck him. Yeah. Which, again, more power to you. Exactly. Um, but... The move. So here's what honestly irritated me about her and and the movie's treatment of her because she is always wearing 
either nothing but hair over her boobs mm-hmm. or essentially a micro thong yes. and a bikini. Yeah, yeah. And the movie so desperately wants her to be nude but does not have the courage to actually show anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it is infuriating as a consumer for the movie to be like, "Yeah, you want her nude, right? We want her nude too." <laughs> yeah, come on. We want we want to tease the nudity so fucking hard, but uh-uh-uh. No, no, no. We got to keep to a rating and we're cowards. Yeah, we got to keep this PG-13 rating. You know what? Make everybody nude. What if we yeah. just had everybody in this movie nude? The Scorpion it King. Would, it would be more realistic mm-hmm. to watch The Rock's fucking massive dong swinging between his knees. Yeah. <laughs> As he's running around killing people. Where is yeah. the courage, The Scorpion King? Give us what oh. we really want. Can you imagine, Luke, in that cave scene? <laughs> he's he's nude and instead of like hearing him trundle around with like his armor clanking or whatever yeah we instead just hear his wet sweaty balls slapping against his thighs yeah and how God. intimidating would that be to look around to turn around and see the shadow of the rock with his third arm just flapping <laughs> coming straight for you it's like a baby's arm holding an apple <laughs> oh my god and again just just you you hear something and then you just hear like yeah as his balls are just flapping back and forth yeah i oh. think he's got i th- i think he's got a really long scrote that's i'm just going to come out here and say that <laughs> um i think it's it's long it's powerful but i think it's long yeah and not like an old man droopy way but you know a normal long scrotum yep um but yeah, I just, I wish the movie had been kinder to the sorceress, uh, who I actually did some research on, and the actress's name is Kelly Who, mm-hmm. and she's actually, like, pretty fucking uh, interesting. She uh, she does a whole lot of stuff for the Democratic Party. Uh, oh, damn. She, she does a lot of, like, organizing and, uh, like, um, helps out with, like, fundraising. She's, like, very politically active. Uh, and she seems she seems like a good egg, you know. Yeah. Uh, who just had to make some money and got offered this job where she has powers based solely in her hymen, and she said, "Fuck it, okay." Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, it's a chance to work with the Rock. That's pretty yeah. good. We do get to see the well. We don't get to see it, but we do get finally a an actor who is very happy to fuck. Who's that? Uh, the Rock. Oh yeah, oh for sure. Because Tom Hanks was utterly sexist, oh, okay. like a robot. Yeah. Uh, but now we've got The Rock, who very clearly fucks Kelly, who. Yeah. Uh, and then later is like, oh wait, do you still have your powers? Because we uh, eyebrows, eyebrows, eyebrows. Oh, the eyebrows <laughs> were so powerful. It's so good. The folks, our introduction to the the rock in this movie is him hauling a literal fucking boulder up over like a mountain or a building. It was not clear, mm-hmm. jumping down the chimney, and then saying to a crowd of scared people, <laughs> and it <laughs> and it's so fucking good. Yeah. And the eyebrow game in this movie is consistently on point. They really make a lot of use of a power I didn't know The Rock had, which is to be 
incredibly expressive with those highbrows, man. Man, he really can work it. He, mm-hmm. You know, he's got a lot of control over his face. And yeah. I I think we're going to see that do a, just a lot of good for him. Yeah, uh, 100%. For sure. Because the man, he can emote. He can mm-hmm. emote like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. At no point in, in the two movies that we've watched thus far have I ever thought, I wonder what The Rock is thinking or feeling. Yeah. You know. Ain't no Ryan Gosling acting up in here where you're projecting emotions onto that face. Nah, man, this man is an open book. Yeah, no, it's, he's, we know everything that's going on. It's wonderful. He's got no secrets. Oh, man, the rock juice. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's getting to you, huh? Yeah. Coursing, <laughs> hey, hey, Luke, the yeah. blood of the scorpion is now part of you. <laughs> Oh, it feels pretty good. Feels good. Does it? Because I feel like you're lying. Uh, I'll get back to you. Uh. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, do you have any other thoughts here? I do, but um, you know what? Maybe, maybe there's a place we should go before before that. Yeah, you know, I do find uh that I. I have all this money um, mm-hmm. from raiding a bunch of uh, ancient civilizations that uh, were not even close to each other in, in uh, the timeline of, of our known universe. Um, and I really would like to invest a lot of that money in some rock stocks because they're mm. really going places. Yeah, those uh, rock stocks are taking off, man. Yeah, they are. I've I've already gotten a 500% return. God uh, damn. Yeah, no, I'm telling you. Um, so can, can we go get some rock stocks? Let's go get some rock stocks. Let's go. Hey Luke, um, Mm -hmm. I meant to actually bring this up earlier to be perfectly honest, but we all know that, um, the rock is way more online than Tom Hanks is. Yeah. The man is not, is not typewriter obsessed as far as we know. Uh, he, already he posts a lot more to Instagram than Tom ever did. Mm-hmm. So, I I think we should tweet at him. Mm, yes, please. Let's tweet at the fucking rock, man. Because I think we have a much better chance of getting the rock on our podcast. Mm, yeah, I think we get the, you know, we clang the right bells, run through the right streets screaming. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we're going to get some real attention. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. I think we have to be a little more strategic about it than we were uh, with Tom. Okay. Uh, because with Tom, we started very weird and mm. and sexual. And I think, I think it <laughs> turned him off. <laughs> you think that was... Yeah, no, I could see that. I could see that being a problem. So, I, I think we try professional. Okay. I I think a lot of professionalism. Yeah. So I was thinking, and again, this is it's simple, but mm-hmm. I I think it's more likely. I think we just start with, "Hey, The Rock, would you like to be on our podcast? It's okay. about you." Okay, simple, simple but elegant and powerful. Just a just a basic professional request. Now, Sam, yeah. we could also tweet at him about how the power of the scorpion is running through my veins because of the Zoa Warrior Energy Drink. 
But I think I think maybe your your idea is better. I again I don't want to scare him off like we did Tom. Yeah, we do have a tendency to come on pretty strong in our tweets. Yeah, so let's just hey at uh the rock. Uh would you like to be on our podcast? It's all about your movies. We can be funny t- together. Excellent. That hey, is a classy tweet right there. Here's the thing, though. I'm looking at it now, typed out, and it looks insane. <laughs> <laughs> Because this is how someone who wants to eat your skin writes. Yeah. Um, because if someone came up to you and said, Hey, Luke, would you like to be on our podcast? It's all about your movies. We can be funny together. No, nah, man. run. I think it's good. I think I think we send it off into the ether. I think we really got something here. Um, do, we, do we hashtag it? Ooh. Rock bottom? Hashtag rock bottom? What what about what about hashtag rockcast? Ooh, hashtag rockcast has some energy. That's got some Zoa Warrior energy behind it. So do we spell that R O C K C A S T or R O C K A S T? R O C K C A S T. We're professional here, Sam. Okay. We're gonna spell it the fuck out. All right, here we go. So, hey, The Rock, would you like to be on our podcast? It's all about your movies. We can be funny together. Hashtag Rockcast. There we go. Please don't call the police. (laughs) What if, Sam, let's just imagine a reality where The Rock sees this, discovers Mm -hmm. our podcast, and becomes a huge fan of our Tom Hanks content. Uh Uh-huh. And then finds out that we did his movies and is angry. Yeah. And then body slams us. Yeah, because we talk a lot about where we live. Like, not a, not enough that I think if someone wanted to kill us, they could. Yeah. But someone with the resources of Dwayne The Rock Johnson probably could. Oh, for sure. We're easily discoverable to a man like The Rock. A man with his means. Mm-hmm. And his... A man, a man of means. Yeah. <laughs> and his uh, dedication to... Hitting people with chairs. Yeah, I think we're we're pretty fucked if this goes tits up. Yeah, and since you've got the blood of the scorpion in you and probably also a microchip that he puts in all of his rock juice, mm-hmm. um, he'd probably find you pretty quick. Yeah, I'd imagine so. I've been entered into the rock grid mm-hmm. at this point. <laughs> yeah, I am very much off the rock grid, and I hope to stay that way until yeah. he comes into my home and does kill me with his extremely powerful muscles. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. But hey, we sent a tweet. I'm feeling brave, and you never know. You never know, yeah. Sam. Yeah, you know, maybe he'll see it. Maybe he'll message us. Uh, we'll keep you updated. But do do tweet hashtag Rockcast at the Rock, and please <laughs> professionally. <laughs> professionally try to encourage him to be on our podcast yeah invite him in a classy way people in a classy way to be on our podcast yeah we're starting out early we're manifesting this okay Mm -hmm. no sexual undertones no assumed violence none of it okay (laughs) just polite and professional and subdued yeah okay let him know the stakes. 
that it's funny uh that that we're game you know we'll we'll work we'll work with with whatever he's got you know if his agent says hey no no pp jokes then pp jokes are out of the room okay yep well uh luke (laughs) theoden's in this one theoden yeah really who from lord of the rings who was theoden he's the inventor Oh, nice, man. Good for him. I'm sure this is really a crown jewel in his acting career. Yeah, King Theoden, uh, who, of course, brings us Chekhov's gunpowder. <laughs> Meaning he creates gunpowder in the beginning of this movie, and then uh, in the third act, we do see a shitload of gunpowder go off. Yeah, he, he blows it up pretty good, so it does pay off. You know, yeah. they they stick by Chekhov's gunpowder. Um, do you have any other thoughts? I do. Uh, there's a scene in this movie that I wanted to bring up because it's they're in Gomorrah, which again, mm-hmm. it's a real shame that God's going to blast this place out of existence Boy. in about 15 minutes. Yeah, real bummer. Yeah. So outside of that, um, there's a scene in this movie where <clears throat> he goes up to his camel in Gomorrah and then he unfurls this like, leathery pouch and it's just chock full of scimitars and knives and other weapons which i pointed out is the equivalent of in movies when they like open a trunk and it's just full of shotguns and ar-15s and shit yes (laughs) it so is yeah oh god this movie i gotta tell you it just gives and gives and gives Mm -hmm. um uh i mean we we at one scene, just gets we get gentle rock. Ooh, now Where talk to me about that. Well, he's just he's so gentle. I I think this is after he fucks uh, Kelly Who. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's so gentle. He's so soft, like mm. like a limestone. Um, <laughs> just you know, he's just just we get we get soft rock. Yeah. I, I love it. You soft know, rock but, with the rock. Yeah. He's he's soft rock, but he still fucks. Hey, he still fucks, though. Yeah, I think this is just leading into that because, you know what, Tom Hanks, we didn't see any sensual soft side to Tom Hanks. Uh, mm-hmm. Not in this way. Tom Hanks is always no. pretty soft. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's an approachable guy, but with The Rock, he's got range, and we're seeing some yeah. real sensual energy to, yeah. to this guy. We really do. I mean, like, again, he's a very powerful man. Mm-hmm. But, but he can fuck you so soft. He can fuck you so soft. Oh, my God. Please be on our podcast, The Rock. <laughs> hey, hey, The Rock. Um, Hey, Mr. Johnson. Um, We won't be that weird if you're on it. Yeah. I won't even say that he'll fuck you so good. Yeah. If you come on the podcast. Um... He kills a fire ant with his chin. He kills several fire ants with his chin. It's quite powerful. <laughs> this is when he's submerged in sand up to his neck because someone's trying to kill him. And mm-hmm. uh, he and his lackey, who I want to mention really quick after this. But yeah, he just like smacks a couple of these uh, these non-living creatures with his <laughs> <Correct>. chin. Yeah. <laughs> Viruses with legs viruses with legs just takes a couple of them out with his powerful chin which yeah, i did laugh at uh, like a lot oh yeah 
and he bites one and spits it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think fire ants eat people. I'll say that sort of right now. I yeah. don't think they actually eat people. Um, I don't know I that don't... you could persuade fire ants to eat people. Maybe you could. I don't know. Again, they're not living, so yeah, I don't know that you can persuade the dead or inanimate. Yeah, I, I don't know that we're the experts considering we, uh, I don't think we're entomologists given the fact that we have on this podcast at this point now declared all bugs to be non-living. Right, um, yeah. I'm I'm no antologist, okay? I didn't yeah. go to school for antology. Um, <laughs> none of it, all right? Yeah. I, you know, I don't even think I ever had like an ant farm growing up. Yeah. Yeah, so these so, guys, they're total mysteries to us. Yeah. For sure. They're like aliens. Yeah. Who really knows? But I did want to mention this lackey really quick because, like we were talking about how parts of this movie are just really bad, there's a guy that he picks up at this in this scene. There's another guy who's buried up to his neck who's a horse thief. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, he says, I will rescue you because he pops out of the sand somehow. Yeah. Magic, Magic. I assume. Yeah, who knows? He's just really good at thiefing and escaping. Um, but he tells the rock, I will rescue you if you let me go on your adventures. And then multiple times throughout this movie, the guy is like, can I go home now? Yeah. It's, it's like he cursed himself. Mm-hmm. It's much <laughs> like this podcast. When you think about it, like, like yesterday I said, oh I have God. to watch the Scorpion King. And then everyone else in my house pointed out, I don't have to do this. We don't have to be here. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Luke, I one, you're absolutely correct. That man has essentially signed him up for a soul-crushing podcast. Yeah. Second of all, the please don't ever tell me I have any agency in this situation because <laughs> the minute I start to think I have a choice in this yeah. matter, I will become supremely depressed. Mm, okay, so yeah. We have to do this, folks. If we don't, then uh, King Num Num wins. If we don't do this podcast, yeah. then ancient Mesopotamia becomes uh, a hellhole ruled by one King Num Num. Yeah. So that's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, we have been cursed by an by an angry and uncaring god mm-hmm. into watching all these movies. Um, and if we ever stop, we'll die. Boy, Luke, that was a big slug of the rock juice. Oh, uh, <laughs> the rock juice is, it's been completed. I have completed the rock juice. <laughs> hey, Ugh. please, like, can you just have, like, 911 dialed into your phone so that, because <laughs> I don't think you're going to be okay. Yeah, afterwards, I'm going to have to edit this podcast, and if, uh, I don't know what it's going to look like, I maybe it's just me choke slamming my computer. God, it's not going to be good. Did did you warn your housemates that you were going to consume rock juice today? Oh, I did not, Sam. I did not. They knew it was on the table, but I don't think oh, no. I gave them the explicit warning. <laughs> yeah, but for you broke the law by not warning them. Because yeah, because I'm pretty sure you have to inform other people in your household that you've you plan on consuming rock juice. Yeah, this thing, by the way, I just want to point out, it's got 160 milligrams of caffeine, which is like two and a half cups of coffee right there. You're going to (laughs) die. 
but you are absolutely gonna die. Yeah, after drinking this this highly charged vitamin water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do you have any other thoughts? Not really. Uh, let me take a quick peek see here. Because um, I had, I had no. one real bummer of a shit joke that popped into my head during the sand fight. All right, well, hit me with that, and then maybe we'll segue on out of here. Now he's sandstone. Oh, man. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this line of questioning, though, which is whether or not, uh, or what, what variety of rock the rock is. Yeah. Oh, Sam's uh, interacting uh, yeah, with somebody. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, uh... My my lunch is here. I mm. think. Okay. Yeah. Cause well, it's a it's not a visual medium. But look, I'll just show you. <laughs> Kenna stuck her face in in the crack in the door and did did this motion right here. Which folks, this is doing nothing for you. But yeah, the uh, ASL sign for eating. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think maybe it's time we we wrap this one up, Sam. So you can go nosh. Yeah. yeah I gotta go eat a, a sandwich. Mm-hmm. So um. Uh, let's uh, look forward to next week, Luke. Uh, next week, uh, we'll be watching uh, just rapid fire here. Uh, we'll be watching 2003's The Rundown. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I haven't seen it either. Give me a five word description of what you think the movie is. The Rock buys a really crappy house. Okay. Um, The Rock turns into a runway. That was six, but (laughs) (laughs) that's my guess. Um, Well, folks, thanks for listening to Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. Uh, We'll be, uh, you can can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can email us at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Please uh, send us your emails about uh, what kind of rock you think the rock can turn into and who he wrestled on set and how they fared. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, please email us if you saw Polar Express with Luke. It's still a big mystery for us, a big question mark in Luke's life that he can't really uh, go into that great beyond without knowing. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks. Uh, please write us a review. Uh, share us with a friend. Really helps us out. Luke's, uh, thank, Luke, thanks so much for the intro music. <laughs> Luke, do you have a final quote? <laughs> I do. Hilariously, it is, the feast is over, but not for you, Sam. It is not. The feast is just beginning for me. Thanks for listening to Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. We'll be back next week with 2003's The Rundown. Bye!